0: Welcome back to the New York Mystery Machine. Damn you all, but for ghosts. Ooh, it's a whisper today.
1: Gotta switch it up. People are gonna get tired of me going... Nah, 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 nah.
0: You guys, you remember last week. I said we'll be back with more of the S.O.S., The Son of Sam. <laughs> da, da,
1: da, 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 S.O.S.
0: I wish it was that cheerful, but it's not. It's
1: not, it's really not. It's the um, last week... think it's my coping mechanism i think that's why i keep going back to that song back to abba yeah
0: in general it's abba (laughs) comfort blanket um last week we spoke about david berkowitz the son of sam Eh. um we left off with the mayor abraham beam telling us that everything is fine everything is wonderful we've caught Son of Sam. Everyone go about your business. It's you cool now. Go back to the streets, live your life.
1: But don't actually, you know, forget to cover up things in your car or walk at night or take the subway. Because that's still a thing. That's still a thing. That's
0: still a thing. You
1: just don't have to worry about this one
0: thing. Um, so to recap a bit from last week, David Berkowitz went on a shooting spree for 13 months. Yeah. Uh, attacking and killing mostly young brunette women. He was finally caught. And we thought that was the end of the reign of The Son of Sam. End oh, of Nara. But was that really?
1: Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I thought we were moving on to like the, the part in Law and Order where they go, dun-dun, and now you're like with the assistant DA's office.
0: No. So Berkowitz was interrogated for about 30 minutes early on the morning of August 11th, 1977. Mm-hmm. He quickly confessed to the shootings and expressed an interest in pleading guilty. The investigation was led by John Keenan, who took the confession. During questioning, Burkwood's claimed that his neighbor's dog was one of the reasons that he killed, stating that the dog demanded blood of young pretty girls. Ugh. So to recap, this is Sam Carr's dog. Right. Um, and he was telling David that he needed to murder people.
1: Right. So that he could drink the blood.
0: Yeah. It's going to get a little, de- it's going to get deeper about this dog and this, 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 this all this craziness. Mm. Um, He said that Sam mentioned in the first letter that Sam was a former neighbor, Sam Carr, but also the dog. So Mm -hmm. it takes two meetings. The Berkowitz claimed that Harvey Carr's Labrador Retriever um, was possessed by an ancient demon that had issued an irresistible command that Berkowitz must kill. So the dog wasn't talking to him say The
1: demon but, inside the dog. But there
0: was, was a demon named Sam inside the dog that was like 6,000 years old, and he was working through the dog to command David to obey. David didn't want to do the things he was doing, but he had to do it. He was listening to instruction.
1: I want to be a bad person and make a Scientology joke here, but I'm not.
0: You want to be a bad person because Scientology is, is loosely connected to this.
1: Oh, my God! Yeah,
0: we're going to find that out later that... Um, there's a bit of connection with all of with, with, with some of these organizations. Ooh. Yeah. Um, a few weeks after his arrest and confession, Berkowitz was permitted to communicate with the press. In a letter to the New York Post dated September 19th, 1977, Berkowitz alluded to his original story of demonic possession, but closed with a warning that has been interpreted by some investigators as an admission of criminal accomplices. Mm. He said, quote, there are other sons out there. God help the world.
1: Well, that, that, yep.
0: At a press conference in February of 79, uh, Berkowitz declared that his previous claims of demonic possession were a hoax. Berkowitz then stated in a series of meetings with a special court-appointed psychiatrist, David Abrahamson, that he had a long-contemplated murder to get revenge on a world that felt rejected and hurt him. Mm. So things are shifting a bit, right? All of a sudden, it's, it's coming... It's coming into this realm that the demon stuff didn't exist, that all that didn't exist. Um, Which I like to perceive that this is being filtered through Abrahamson, right? The psychiatrist. Yeah. I have a feeling that there's some coaxing going on. Mm. That's where my conspiracy starts to build. I don't know how this man literally clutches on to to this demon. We're gonna hear a little bit more about about the occult coming up. All this stuff is building, and then all of a sudden he throws it away.
1: Right. I have a question. Um the the paranoid schizophrenia was that has that, has that gone untreated unto this point?
0: Yeah. This okay. That, that was diagnosed early on, like when when talking about the character of.
1: So it's of, not that Berkowitz was diagnosed. And just igno- it's just they the son of Sam situation. was diagnosed. Yeah. It was okay. Diagnosed,
0: and then later. It was confirmed upon psychiatric evaluation oh, of Berkowitz itself. Okay. But this was, yeah, this was something. Um, so three separate mental health examinations determined that Berkowitz was competent to stand trial. Okay. Despite this, defense lawyers advised Berkowitz to enter a plea of not guilty by reason of insanity. But mm-hmm. Berkowitz uh, refused. When asked why he did the things, he said, who were these people to me? They were just people. I didn't hate them. I wasn't angry against them. The psychiatrist asked him, then, why'd you do it? He responded, well, Sam did it through me. He used me. He made me go out there and do it. I did it for him, for blood. He appeared very calm in court on May 8th, 1978, Every time we've seen Berkowitz, he always had this weird grin on his face. So when he's arrested, he's arrested. And you can, if you Google David Berkowitz arrested, you'll see it. A grin on his face. When he goes to the trial, grin on his face. When he goes to his sentencing, grin on his face. On May 8th, 78, he pleads guilty to all the shootings. At his sentencing two weeks later, Berkowitz causes an uproar. When he attempts to jump out the window of the 75th floor courtroom. Oh my God. After he's restrained, he repeatedly chanted, Stacy was a whore. Stacy was his last victim. Oh. Stacy was a whore. I'd kill her again. I'd kill them all again. The court ordered another psychiatric examination before sentencing could proceed because we just went through this whole, you know, examination saying, oh, he's competent. He yeah. can do this. And all of a sudden, he, like, goes bonkers right. mid-sentencing. During the evaluation, Berkowitz drew a sketch of a jailed man surrounded by numerous walls. At the bottom, he wrote, I am not well. Not well at all. Nonetheless, kind Berkowitz was found competent to stand trial.
1: That seems... wrong.
0: Yeah. I think there's a lots of pieces of you're going to find in all of this that we have decided to... to um be light... Almost on. I think here, I think in the end, there was this big mystery that was irking New York for a year and causing them a lot of fear. And what everyone wanted to do was just get the fuck over it and yeah. get it done. They didn't want to have insanity, That they wanted him in jail. Everyone from the mayor to the police to every single mother who lost a kid Mm -hmm. who was worried about their kid just wanted this guy to go to jail and rot there forever. They didn't want to deal with long trials. They didn't want to deal with anything because he was a monster who terrorized New York City at its most vulnerable point in the 70s. On June 12, 1978, Berkowitz is sentenced to 25 years to life in prison for each murder to be served consecutively. He's ordered to serve time in Attica Correctional Facility, an upstate New York uh, Supermax prison. Despite prosecutors' objections, the terms of Berkowitz's guilty plea made him eligible for parole in 25 years. Now, here's an issue with all of this, if you guys remember from last week. There's one plaguing issue that made absolutely no sense throughout all of these attacks.
1: None of the drawings look like Berkowitz, and also the drawings don't look like each other either.
0: There it is. Every single time there's an attack on a, an attack, a composite drawing's made up. And every single one of these drawings were different. Um, some had blonde hair. Some had dark hair. Some were shaggy. Some were heavyset. Some were thin. They're all different. They're not the same.
1: That's interesting too, because I could see the argument. Ah, he put on a wig,
0: but which the was
1: whole body size. I'm, I'm is... glad you
0: said so. Earlier, um, before they catch him, that's the theory that whoever is doing this has access to wigs mm-hmm. and is changing his hairstyle as he goes around. Mm-hmm. But even the facial fixture features are just right. are just wrong. Um, Every single one of these drawings are different and something that hit skeptics very hard is that there is literally no sense in in talking about this. Mm-hmm. Once again, they're just we got the son of Sam. Yeah. Let's finish this off. If you remember from last week, November 27th, he attacked 16-year-old Donna DeMassi yeah. and 18-year-old Joanne Lamino. He didn't end up killing them. Um this is the one who who one of them ends up paralyzed. Right. Neither of them die. They reported that the attacker spoke to them, mm-hmm. saw him up close, and the description they gave looked nothing like Berkowitz. Of all the attacks and yeah. all the attempted murders and all murders, this is the most up-close one with witnesses who literally survived the attack to see the person close.
1: Right. Remind me, this is the one uh, where he came over in a high-pitched voice. and Yes,
0: okay. Yep, so there's a voice, there's face, there's right. a lot there. Um he does look like someone, though. Who? He looks like John Carr. <gasps> if you remember oh, from last so week, chills. if you remember from this week, John Carr was the son to Sam Carr. Sam Carr was the person whose dog was speaking to, to Berkowitz. So after his admission to Sullivan Prison, Berkowitz began to claim that he had joined a satanic cult in the spring of 75. In 1993, Berkowitz made these claims known when he announced to the press that he had only killed three of the San San victims. He killed Donna Luria, Alexander Esau, and Valentina uh, Soriani. In his revised version of the events, Berkowitz said that he had other shooters involved and that he only fired the gun in the first attack for Luria and Valenti and the sixth attack, Esau and Soriani. He said that he and several other cult members were involved in every single incident by planning the events, providing early surveillance of the victims, and acting as lookouts and drivers at the crime scene. Burkwood stated that he could not divulge the names of most of the accomplices without putting his family directly at risk. Bombshell, right? We learned all last week that we think it's this one person. Our early, in this case... We find out that police were perhaps considering two people, but eventually throw that out the window. We find out that in 1993, that there's more than one killer. In fact, we find out that it's a collection of killers. We find out that, like I had alluded to last week, that these weren't random. These are specific.
1: And one of the pictures looks like John Carr, who is the...
0: We'll get there.
1: Oh my God! But he picks up the phone in the last episode. No, he no. no someone else picked up the phone. That's his sister. Ah, I hate this. His sister. I hate this. Works. I hate this. I hate this, yeah. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. We should have a photo montage of how recoiled I have gotten over the course of this episode. Very
0: recoiled. <laughs> oh my God! I know. Among Burkwood's alleged unarmed associates was a female cult member who he claimed fired the gun at De Niro and Keenan, both who had survived. Mm-hmm. Burkwood said. Because the accomplice was unfamiliar with the power of the recall, of forty four, that's the reason that they didn't didn't do the mm-hmm, job. Mm-hmm. It was too powerful. They didn't realize the power behind it. Ended up not being able to to to, you know, to actually murder the person right. and fled before they could. Berkowitz then declared that at least five cult members were at the scene of the Fraun Diel shooting, the Christine Fraun shooting. Right, as if you remember right. that one. Um, The actual shooter was a prominent cult associate who had been brought in from outside New York with an unspecified motive. A cult member identified only by his nickname, Manson II. Another unnamed person was the gunman in the Moskowitz Villianti case, a male cult member who had arrived from North Dakota for the occasion, also without explanation. So I alluded last week... um, (laughs) about the documentary, because this whole theory about there being more than one killer is not new. Mm-hmm. Um, as seen in Joshua Zeman's The Sons of Sam, A Descent into Darkness, um, it's a true crime documentary on Netflix that looks into investigative journalist Maury Terry's work regarding the, ta- the case.
1: Right. This is the one that I was too scared to watch.
0: Yeah. And I watched it at like 1 AM. <laughs> we see that Terry had theorized um, this from the absolute jump, uh, initially, when when he's caught, he is already thinking that this can't be one person. Super skeptic. Um, he plunges into research, starts to theorize that there were mysterious cults involved killing. Terry was also a Yonkers resident who lived very close to Berkowitz. So mm-hmm. to find out this happened in his own backyard mm-hmm. um, was really disturbing to him. So he wanted to find more. Um, he was the first one to actually come out and say that the sketches had resembled John and his brother Michael Cox. He was like, I know these people, and that's who this is. Um, John Carr had been living at the time in Minot, North Dakota. Mm -hmm. We had served in the Air Force. We had served in the Air Force until 74.
1: Interesting. Someone
0: came in from North Dakota, and he continued to live there. Michael, on the other hand, lived in Yonkers, where he used to work in advertising industry. Oh. Michael had been selling drugs and was a known member of a satanic cult. The Queen's District Attorney's Office had reopened the case in 1979 on the heels of reports about David having a possible connection to John. NYPD officer Richard Johnson, involved in the original investigations, had opined the unresolved discrepancies in statements from witnesses and surviving victims that indicate Berkowitz did not act alone. Mm-hmm. He said, quote, Why are there three cars? Five different descriptions, different heights, different shapes, different sizes of the perpetrator. Somebody else was there. Mm-hmm. And again, in 93, Berkowitz confirms this. He confirms that John and Michael Carr uh, are these two uh, cult members who are part of it. What's strange.
1: He confirms that John and Michael are.
0: Part of this cult and part of this and part of all of Okay. This. Um What's strange is that we knew that John and Michael Carr existed back in 77, but the police found no reason to interview them. Interesting. So they exist. Someone like Terry is talking about it, and the police have no interest in these right. two individuals. Terry Maurice Terry's already come forward and said, you should talk to these guys. They look like the description. Right. They're in Yonk. All these add up, and it just did not happen.
1: What does John Carr do for a living?
0: John Carr, um, he is the one who is in North Dakota, where oh. he he serves on the Air Force. And then I, see, I see, I see, I yeah. see. Okay. <sighs> Burke in that 93 interview claims that While he was present at all six killings He was not the one who pulled the trigger on all of them He stated in 75 He had met Michael Carr at a party And eventually introduced um, And Carr introduced David to a group of people Who worshipped the devil And carried out rituals and animal sacrifices In Untermyer Park Close to both their houses mm. He also alleged that the group was involved In child pornography yeah. And that they committed those murders to cause chaos Maury also points out the toward the mention of the name John Wheaties among the letters. If you remember, Wheaties was, right. was highlighted in that first letter. Go back to episode one if you need right. a refresher or social media has it. Um, he Wheaties was John's nickname. But ultimately, right. beyond David's claims and alleged uh, connections to a cult, no one else had been charged with the Sun and Sam murders. Maury Terry actually discovered the abandoned pump house in Untermyer Park in Yonkers, New York that was nicknamed, quote, Devil's Cave. Mm. There were reports from neighbors that the group of people with hoods and torches would gather in the woods near the structure, and multiple people, including Berkowitz, said cult initiations happened there where members would sacrifice dogs and drink their blood. Do it for the blood, for the blood. This the dogs. It was mere steps from Berkowitz's single room apartment. He also, this is Terry, found satanic temples covering the, satanic symbols covering the walls of the cave, and German shepherd carcasses in the nearby woods. Good lord! Now, both of these other sons of Sam in '93 were long dead, mm-hmm. and both under kind of weird circumstances. John Carr had been killed in a shooting, judged as a suicide in North Dakota in '78.
1: Interesting And
0: Michael had been in a fatal car accident in 79
1: What was suspicious about them?
0: That just they came out of nowhere And they both died within a year
1: Oh that is weird That's very weird Also
0: that John That John's shooting was judged as a suicide Hmm. Also that Quickly Michael And there was no suspects in this So Interesting Rumor of it is As we said before um, The reason why Berkowitz doesn't name people Is because it could be dangerous for the family for the right. family, he means the satanic family. Right, right. And as people start to to become possible uh, accomplices in all this, they start in theory, going. they start going. Um, Interesting. Berkowitz claims that the perpetrator of the Demacia Lamino shooting was John Carr. He also added that a Yonkers police officer was also a cult member and was involved in the crime. So this inside person, and a big reason why in Yonkers, mm-hmm. um, he's not really found on anything and none of the satanic people are found on anything when clearly people can find them. Right. Neighbors have noticed it and yet there's never any sort of investigation or arrest because someone's on the inside. Right. Maury Terry uh, wrote that Michael Carr was a very active Scientologist who had traveled to Scientology's Mecca in Clearwater, Florida. According to Terry, at the time of Ross's arrest, he was in possession of a list of telephone numbers including the number of Scientology's Fort Harrison Hotel facility in Clearwater. Hmm. Terry's research into John and Michael Carr also revealed a past link to Church Scientology and an offshoot branch known as Process Church. Hmm. Terry believed that the New York branch of Process Church spawned a satanic, satanic cult called the Children. Um again as you can see in the documentary this the 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 Netflix kind of really examines this theory uh, that several members of the children were the ones behind this. Right. It wasn't Berkowitz. He may not even been the mastermind of it all. Right. Um, but he was a cog in the machine of the satanic cult. There's a lot more to process. There's a lot more to process, but there's a lot <laughs> more to the process mm-hmm. and its connections to Scientology. I remember I had said earlier that when you had said, this sounds a lot like Scientology. Yeah. Well, that's why. I
1: thought I was making a joke.
0: Yeah, unfortunately not. you were not. Um, it gets. Uh, there, there's more to the connections than gets even gets explained in the sons of Sam um so they kind of like give you the the um... just the 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 outer rim of it all Mm -hmm. but there's actually um a lot more that goes into this so in the early 60s newly married scientologists mary ann mclean and robert d grimston use the skills they acquired while training to become auditors for the church of scientology along with l ron hubbard's e meter
1: i have so many feelings go on
0: to create a rogue offshoot of the church originally called compulsions analysis the group's initial ideology blended together therapeutic pr- processes, hence the name, uh, borrowed from Scientology and the ideas from psychotherapist Alfred Adler, uh, who helped establish the field of psychoanalysis alongside Sigmund Freud before breaking from the movement to found the Society of Individual Psychology in 1912. Hmm. Eventually, Compulsion's analysis formed its own theology centered around four gods, Jesus, Jehovah, Lucifer, and Satan. Little,
1: okay, which is a little
0: confusing. All right, because a lot of people truncate that into two people as opposed to right. four people. Right. Uh, this led to a lot of religious scholars um, defining Process as a form of Satanism, as seen in uh, the documentary Sons of Sam. Uh, in '66, the process had become a legitimate church with chapters established in at least four countries, including a New York chapter. As Process became increasingly evangelistic, it began issuing a glossy magazine, also mm-hmm. called The Process. Mm. A surprisingly groundbreaking example of independent publishing from a time uh, that didn't really have that sort of sense. So huh. it was a individually published, non-major publisher, but actually pretty spread wide. Wow. Um, so as Process grew, the members would create more offshoots. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where the theory that Terry creates about the children comes from. Um, though the connection remains difficult to prove, um, the so-called Processians also deny any connection to the Manson family, despite the fact that many people believe that Manson was influenced by the process. Huh. So. Process, Things I
1: didn't know about either of I these know.
0: cases. There, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, process Magazine editor Malachi McCormick explained um, how the Manson rumor got started, according to Art Forum, McCormick claimed that the Church of Scientology spread the rumor because, according to McCormick, quote, McLean and and Degrimston had stolen tech, the e-meter, and were considered uh, apostates by Hubbard.
1: Suppressive personalities.
0: The rumors hurt the movement, which declined its popularity after the Manson murders. Right. So. There was these rumors. Then the Manson murders happened. So they're like, let's let's take some <laughs> distance. Uh, if what McCormick claims is true, um, that means that Process never really managed to escape its Scientology roots. And if Process didn't escape it, then the children right. didn't escape it. So, and if the children didn't escape it, that means there is a clear through line from Scientology, linking all the way down to the Son of Sam murders.
1: Interesting. I know.
0: I know. Interesting. Do you know know what's even more interesting? What? The fact that we should take a break
1: here. Oh! Boo.
0: Are you enjoying the New York Mystery Machine? Awesome. So are we. And if you like our show, then you will absolutely love Ain't It Scary with Sean and Carrie. But don't take my word for it. Hear from the creepy couple themselves. I mean, I mean creepy as in they like creepy things. They themselves aren't necessarily creepy, but...
2: Every week, we bring our listeners a true story guaranteed to send chills down your spine, from history's most brutal serial killers to the mystery of spontaneous human combustion. Yep,
0: lots of these stories leave unanswered questions behind, and you'll get to poke through the rubble of the evidence with a hardened
2: skeptic and... Someone whose mind is more open to fun. Yeah, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. The show really feels like just kicking back with us at home and chatting about monsters and tragedies, but having a few laughs along the way.
0: Uh, Just like we'd be doing if the mics were off, frankly.
2: (laughs) You can find Ain't It Scary with Sean and Carrie wherever you get your podcasts and on social media at Ain't It Scary. Come play with us.
0: Forever and ever. Okay. Um. Last we last we spoke, we talked all about the Scientology roots mm-hmm. of the Son of Sam murders. <laughs> yeah. I know. Paint a picture on the wall, you guys. There's a tree. We can we can link it all. So other contemporaries voiced their belief in the satanic cult theory, um, including Donna Luria's father and DeNaro, who stated his opinion that quote more than one person was involved, mm. but admitted that he couldn't prove a cult theory. Denaro's conclusion rests on his criticism of Berkowitz's statement to the police as totally false. John Deal's re- recollection is that he physically bumped into Berkowitz outside the wine gallery restaurant as he and Kristen Frond departed and walked to his car where the shooting occurred. Mm. Berkowitz, in contrast, told the police that he had passed within a few feet of Deal and Frond shortly before they entered the car. Deal contends that he and Frond Uh, passed no one on their way to the car and further that the placement of the car parked at the curb would have made it impossible for Berkowitz to have snuck up on them in a few minutes between the encounter outside Mm. the restaurant and the shooting at the car. Dale thus reasons that he was shot by someone other than Berkowitz. Right. Which is, I mean, here this is the craziest part of all of it, right, is that now people, victims, victims' families, people are all saying this is, this
1: isn't it. This is the it. end of it.
0: This is not the end of it. Like, there's more than this, and yet, police and and everything.
1: Well, you you alluded to the fact that there's an inside man at the that's Yonkers. Yonkers. Uh, right?
0: But this is New York. This is yeah,
1: NYPD. Thin, thin blue line stuff, though. No, no, doesn't that no. extend.
0: No, not at all. Uh, what I my biggest theory, which I uh, uh, I'll really chat through more later, is that um, letting the son of Sam case finish. Would turn a page in mm. New York City history, and it okay. does. And we'll get there in a second. So one of the most disturbing discoveries that uh, Terry makes, uh, and he speaks about it in the documentary, the Netflix documentary, which I again I recommend you all watch. It's uh,
1: scary, though. Well, you know it
0: is. It's it's a lot to deal with. The first episode really is all about the case, kind mm-hmm. of what we covered a lot, and then a lot of it rests rests on just Terry's, um, right. You know, dive deep dive. There's a reference that Terry in, in the documentary to the murder of 20-year-old Stacey Moskowitz, um, who was shot in the head while sitting in her car with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. Robert Violante, who was blinded by the attack but survived. Moskowitz was um, the son of Sam's Six and final, final uh, victim. Right. Terry's investigation of that led him to several sources who claimed that Moskowitz was killed for a snuff film because the children, the cult, wanted to record her execution and sell it to the highest bidder.
1: Ooh.
0: I I almost vomited in my mouth saying that. The film never materialized, Mm -hmm. but Terry uncovered an anecdotal evidence through prison informant known only as Vinny that there were people in a van stationed near the Lover's Lane where Moskowitz was killed, ready to film the murder. The informant claimed that the photographer named Ron Sissman, who was later murdered with with a student, Elizabeth Platzman, filmed the murders. Oh, so, Again, an- so another so another cult member essentially murdered,
1: weird. And, okay.
0: Another loose end. The son of Sam case was reopened by Yonkers police in 1996, but no new charges were fi- were filed due to a lack of finding. The investigation was eventually suspended, but remains open. Interesting. Burkwood's later claims were dismissed by many. Uh, newspaper columnist Jimmy Breslin, if you remember from last yep. week, Jimmy wrote an article telling um, Berkowitz or the son Sam at the time to to stop. There's only one way. And then he, you know, Berkowitz wrote a, a, a big old letter to him and right. they published it. There's a whole controversy about that. Um, Jimmy Breslin rejects the history of satanic cult accomplices. Okay. He states that, quote, when they talked to David Berkowitz that night, he recalled everything step by step by step. The guy has 1,000% recall, and that's it. He's the guy, and there's nothing else to look at. Mm. Skeptics, including a former FBI profile, John E. Douglas, who spent hours interviewing Berkowitz, stated that he was convinced Berkowitz acted alone, and that he was introverted loner, not capable of being involved in group activity. Mm-hmm. NYPD psychologist Dr. David, NYPD psychologist Dr. Harvey Schlossberg stated in Against the Law, a documentary about the Son of Sam case, that he believes that the satanic cult claims are nothing but fantasy concocted by Berkowitz to absolve himself of his crimes. So I'm going to get to the where's Berkowitz stuff in a minute. I yeah. know everyone wants to know that stuff. But what do you think, Christina? Did he act alone?
1: Oh. Was God. the demon
0: stuff just bullshit?
1: I'm conflicted on a few fronts. So last episode, one of the questions that I had sort of bubbling up to the top was if... Berkowitz is confirmed paranoid schizophrenia. Is there a chance that he he isn't involved and is taking credit or is a fall guy? Or, I mean, that might be crazy. My next thought is he's definitely involved, but there's definitely more people, mostly because of those um, the 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 artist renderings of the people that the victim saw as for whether a satanic cult is involved I mean it scans with the ridiculously over the top crazy language of the letters I'm less married to that part of it I think there's definitely a conspiracy of a group and perhaps because of his mental health issues Berkowitz is an easy one to somehow set up in a in a more I don't know.
0: You know, I think that um in, in terms of it being more than one person, I'm before researching this, I, I I doubted it. And now I don't. Yeah. I'm very sure that he didn't act alone. Yeah. And for me, the things that come into play, the pillars of that are the the police renderings yeah. being all different. Yeah. The actual um witnesses and Mm -hmm. and and victims who spoke and and said that they they don't believe it It, they 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 knew it Um, all the little things yeah um whether i think it's bigger than it is in terms of the satanic cult i don't know but Mm -hmm. you know berkowitz talked about the satanic cult and and the specific specificity of it right why they did what they did
1: which again he also
0: has nothing to lose in jail right and but does he point, have something
1: to gain? Does he have something to gain by staying relevant in a in a in a yeah, display sense? Absolutely,
0: that? absolutely. And I also feel that you know, in the seventies and the eighties, he's protecting people still. In the nineties, he kind of doesn't have to as they start to all dwindle away. Mm-hmm. So he can say that it wasn't him just by himself, right? I mean, it's they have him on on, on not on the record, but on record, yeah. saying that he didn't pull the trigger for all of them,
1: right, right
0: they showed in the documentary and they, they, they I found clips online. I'm yeah. sure I'm sh- I'm so. My, I think he
1: was d- definitely not the only one.
0: So if that's the case, then um, why does the police, the mayor, why do we, we push past it and, 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 and do it this way and, and say, this is it case closed.
1: Well, it's, it's good PR if you can wrap up a case.
0: Yeah. I don't think you're too far from that. And my biggest thing is, um, look at New York City from the year nineteen seventy eight to mid eighties. Mm-hmm. There's a turn. Yeah. There's an upswing. All of a sudden, New York, we started last week's episode telling you how terrible New York was. Right. This case closes and optimism rises. Money starts start pouring in. Granted, we were about to enter the eighties greed is good phase of New mm-hmm. York. But New York started becoming like viable again. And a lot of people, a lot of historians and researchers go back to this, saying this is what we needed. New York needed to close this case. The worst serial killer yeah. in New York at the time, they need to put a kibosh on it. There's so many comparisons to Berkowitz to Jack the Ripper. Mm. But Berkowitz becomes longer tenured and more successful than Jack the Ripper. Yowza! He, Berkowitz goes 13 months um, with... Seven attacks mm-hmm. and a lot more murders than Jack the Ripper does in the 1800s.
1: So there's something about it being like um, like a common era. enemy and rally behind. And now we've dealt with him, and so now we can
0: let's move on. Let's reopen New York. Interesting. Let's bring it back in. That's a theory. Conspiracy is a very slippery slope. Yeah, is the thing, and and you'll find that out when you watch a Netflix doc. Maury um, Terry dev- dedicates his whole life to this, mm-hmm. and others, and other serial killers who we feel like. Either didn't work by themselves, or anything, or, or needs to be exonerated, or whatever the case may be. Clearly, doesn't need to be exonerated, but right. um, but that's his life and his whole legacy. He doesn't move past this. He he, he dies in twenty fifteen, basically commits his whole life to proving that it was more than just one person. There's mm-hmm. the old the the old JFK assassination, right? Couldn't just be the, the lone shoot, the lone gunman, right? So that kind of that kind of stuff in seventy nine. There's an attack on Berkowitz's life in which the side, the left side of his neck was slashed from front to back, resulting in a wound that required more than 50 stitches to close. Berkowitz refuses to identify his assailant, and he claimed that he was grateful for the attack. It brought a sense of justice, or in Berkowitz's own words, quote, the punishment I deserve.
1: Is he remorseful then now? Is he, is he? uh... We'll get there. Okay.
0: In 87, Berkowitz becomes an evangelical Christian in prison.
1: Okay. there it
0: is. According to his personal testimony, his moment of conversion occurred after reading Psalm 34, 6 from a Bible given to him by a fellow inmate. Hmm. Psalm 34, 6 in the new uh, King James Version um, reads, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles.
1: Hmm. It's a nice one.
0: He says he's no longer to be referred to as the son of Sam, but the son of Hope. Okay. Uh, over the years, he began to write, and his writing developed into memoirs with the assistance of evangelical Christians. He wrote a book in 2006. He, he published a book in 2006 called uh, Son of Hope, The Prison Journals of David Berkowitz. Um, he received no royalties or profit from any of the sales. Good. Um, yeah, no. A, I don't think he's allowed to. I don't to. think he's allowed to, actually. Um and I think they go all to the, the Christian organization that, that helped write it mm. with him. Berkowitz is entitled to a parole hearing every two years as mandated by state law, though he has consistently refused to ask for his release. Interesting. Sometimes he skips the hearings altogether. Before his first parole hearing in 2002, Berkowitz sent a letter to New York Governor George Pataki demanding that it be canceled. He mm. wrote, quote, In all honesty, I believe that I deserve to be in prison for the rest of my life. I have, with God's help, long ago come to terms with my situation and have accepted my punishment. In 2002, during the D.C. sniper attacks, Berkowitz wrote a letter telling the sniper to, quote, stop hurting innocent people, which is really insane that this crazed murderer had the audacity to tell someone to stop murdering people.
1: That's fascinating. But if you
0: recall, a lot of listeners will recall 2002, it was the same Feeling right mm-hmm. in DC, two thousand two, there was someone sniping people. That felt like there was no rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. He was
2: just
0: taking people out, and a lot of people at the time, if you go back, were comparing it to the son of Sam. Right, they didn't know what the pattern was. They didn't know when he would attack next, and there was a sense of fear happening in in Washington DC. Yeah,
1: gosh. Uh,
0: in his two thousand sixteen hearing at Shawangunk, New York, Ber- that's
1: a great word. Now
0: Shawangunk. Um, Sha-wan-gunk. Berkowitz stated that while parole was unrealistic, he felt that he had improved himself behind bars, adding, I feel I have no risk whatsoever. His lawyer, Mark Heller, noted that the prison staff considered Berkowitz to be a model prisoner. Uh, commissioners denied his parole. Hmm. In 2018, the board again denied the release of Berkowitz on parole. His next hearing was scheduled for May 2020, but was canceled well, delayed, rather. Because COVID? Because of COVID. So he's still awaiting that. Um, to be rescheduled. He's waiting that to be rescheduled. Huh. Berkowitz was interviewed in CBS News in a very rare interview in 2017. Oh. He said, quote, I see that people will never understand where I come from, no matter how much I try to explain it. They wouldn't understand what it was like to walk in darkness. <sighs> and that is the story of the son of Sam top to bottom we're left 45 46 years later with um more questions and answers yeah uh, we're 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 left in a city that was very grateful mm-hmm. that it was over in their eyes but yeah. was it really over yeah
1: that's interesting i i definitely think that he didn't act alone convinced 100% convinced um
0: yeah i am um, I feel that That Of all the things That I'm sure of In this case That he didn't act alone Um Because there's no reason For him to to Bullshit about acting alone I think right. there's so much Evidence Um That Piles up That he didn't act alone Could
1: there be more people Still out there
0: Yeah I mean I, and it, it was a It was a whole cult Yeah Um I'm sure A lot of them died Of mysterious Um Met their mysterious demise right. Like right, the Carr right, brothers right. did Right um, like the 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 snuff van person did, right? Um, but yeah, I think in the end, um, I think the son of Sam is is the most notorious murder uh, serial killer in in New York history. Yeah, whether he acted alone or not,
1: right? It yeah most. Yeah.
0: the the legacy of son of Sam still exists today I mean,
1: absolutely there's a reason that it's you know it's sort of a colloquial term even if george truly didn't know much about the case
0: and it established a, a sense of fear and, and and for a year interesting enough it established a sense of mistrust in the police mm-hmm. you know something i didn't really talk about earlier in the last episode was people were, were mad at the police department mm-hmm. because they couldn't find this guy yeah now granted they were severely understaffed. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not someone who will will go above and beyond to defend the police. Mm-hmm. However, in the case of that, when you're saying 1977, 1976, 77, it's some of the most dangerous time to New York. There are lots of rioting. There's lots of looting. Race relations still is not in, in, in any sort of place. We're still coming off of of the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still a lot of discourse. So the police are, are literally trying to maintain some sort of order. There's blackouts. There's there's things. There, there There's no money. There's slums. There's all these terrible things. And among all of it, for 13 months, the police are in charge of finding this needle on a haystack. Mm-hmm. Who for so long had no rhyme or reason. And honestly, if Berkowitz didn't slip, I don't think he would have got caught. Unless That's he,
1: terrifying.
0: Unless, but some other people theorize... He wanted to slip, because mm-hmm. sometimes that's. Is there a point of doing what you do, if there's never a piece of notoriety at the end of it? Right. What's the point of murdering people if people can't learn why you're doing it? I don't know. I'm not trying to glorify Berkowitz or any of them. I think they're awful human beings. Mm-hmm. I think that um, riding in jail is is the 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 literally the the nicest thing we can do to him. Um.
1: What a story.
0: Yeah. And, you know, a, a story that has spawned books and documentaries yeah. and films and and lots of colloquial references to, to Berkowitz yeah. and The Son of Sam. Um, Son of Sam was a, they, I think they, they had a, a big film about uh, Son of Sam in the 80s or 90s, I that think. That sounds right. Um, it spawned a lot. And um, I told you last week that this would, 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 border true crime and and mystery I and mean, yeah i think the mystery part is still still very valid and its mm-hmm. connections to perhaps manson's connections to yeah. to the scientologists and things that we didn't know in the 70s but right. it was so very important and vital for 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 new york to close that case yeah. and to close that chapter in new york city and again look at you know, we we had we had, we had said this in episode 1 we're, we're among being fans of the paranormal and mysteries and whatnot we're also fans of new york city we love yeah. our city you and, and historians are, and we're big fans of history of new york city and if you look at the history of new york city and the the growth it it procures, that happens after the son of sam's and in bars
1: interesting when
0: people are about, about allowed to go out to the discotheques again mm-hmm. and they're allowed to to spend their money again and the police are so talented. They 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 caught this serial killer. So you're safe. Come back to New York, and mm-hmm. people did.
1: That's fascinating.
0: Eighties would roll around. Greed is good. So enter. much better fashion. Wall Street would rise. The nineties would come about, and and Disney would enter Times Square, and that was the climax of one of the worst periods of of New York's history. Was the son of Sam being captured? I got I got nothing else.
1: Fascinating.
0: I spoke a lot these last 2 weeks. <laughs> um Well, thank you. If you guys have theories, you know what to do. We always say this, hit us up on our social media at NY Mysteries on Twitter. Or at NY Mister Machine on Facebook and Instagram, and please, 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 if you like what you hear, if you if you have questions, if you have theories, go to Apple Podcasts, drop us five stars, and drop us a review, and
1: you might get a prize.
0: Yeah, that ha- that's happening in a couple of weeks. We're gonna pick out our first um, reviewer and send them a prize, um, which is literally going to be a headshot of me. No, it's not a headshot <laughs> of me. I don't have any, but if I did, no. Um, so um, thank you all for for coming on this trip of our first two-parter yeah thanks for sticking with us and um i i've been adam ace i've
1: been christina marinelli and
0: thanks for coming aboard the the new york mystery machine
1: tammany hall but fuckers
0: and serial killers